You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Don't tell me, Bye-bye. Everybody and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fancy booking podcast in the WWE universe. I had a beer earlier. My name is Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, on this late night recording of Hit the Books, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing? <laughs> I don't know why, but you just being like, "Hi, I'm Ryan Knightsey." I had a beer earlier. <laughs> just really got me. Just like a. Like a like a, a sixteen year old that like coming home from their first like house party ever, <laughs> and your friend is like, "So how'd it go?" And you're like, "I have a beer tonight." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, good take, job, dude. Take that, uh, Carly. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a man now? Um, no, uh, so I don't really drink beer that often, uh, but when I do, I guess that. Uh, I that can side that brings me into uh, lightweight territory or whatever. Right, we have had because also I don't drink enough water. I also don't drink enough water, so that could also be part of it. Right, we have shared a beer before. We have we have sh- we have had drinks before. I have seen you drink beer with me before. Oh no, I mean I still drink. It's just if I don't, if my body doesn't have enough water, and I have like one beer after not having a beer for months, uh, which is the case right now. Then. <laughs> uh, you know, they that that's what happens. This is where we're at. Speaking of beer, uh, when we're full, both fully vaxxed, we should definitely get one. Yes, no, yes. Uh, what, do because you have? Do hang, you have... Hanging out with hanging out with everyone in Atlanta was a blast. It was a blast and a half, and two more halves. Um, yes. my vaccine is currently scheduled for April six. By time the folks at home are listening to this, I believe that is the upcoming Tuesday. Um, I will be getting my first dose. Are you at all? How's New Jersey? Are you at all scheduled or anything? So here's so here's the skinny. Uh, <laughs> uh I I register I registered for the vaccine as a food service worker. Yeah, which I am, which I am no longer. But they don't have to know that. Um, <laughs> well now you know. You just told the world. Ah oh, damn! Uh, <laughs> You've been you outed that, yourself, dog. <laughs> so, uh. Since I'm scheduled under food worker, and I have, and I still, and I, and right before I quit, I snagged a little uh, official document from Lidl off of the desk. Nice. <laughs> that says he is el- uh, you are eligible for the vaccine. So therefore, <laughs> oh, very nice. Uh, they said I got an email that said uh, food service workers and food dis- distributors and handlers. Uh, such as grocery store workers should be available to sk- start scheduling their vaccines on the 29th. It is currently the 27th, so I am holding my breath. So by the time people are listening to this, you could have your your schedule. I could plan. possibly have my first scheduled vaccine. Yes, my first scheduled vaccine shot, and maybe even already have the first shot. Maybe even good. already have it, depending on how good the uh, the things are. Yeah, it was a wild time here in Georgia because Georgia was. In the, I want to say, out of all 50 states, 49th in COVID vaccine rollout. I believe that's what our governor said. Mm. Um, who are, Our governor has always been terrible with this whole thing. You know, we were the la- I've said it before on the show. Last one, last state to close, first one open. We were the only, our state was closed during the beginning of the pandemic for only two weeks. Um, so really bad here. Which is, to be fair... Which is how it should have been if we all just fucking listened. Yeah, but Kemp is an idiot too, and he doesn't like he doesn't really believe in masks. He does go on mask tours and tell people to do masks, but he doesn't wear like a mask himself. So it's kind of like falling on deaf ears a little bit. God, remember when we were all just watching Tiger King, just trying to get by that that two weeks it was supposed to be, yeah, and yeah. then that two weeks turned into a month, and then the month turned into three months, and now here we are, stuck in this forever pandem- pandini. Remember, yeah, remember how foolish we were back then? Uh, we were so naive. We were so we were so like, oh, our show got delayed. 
Darn. Guess we'll go to it in a few months. Yep. Here we are a year later. But, uh, but, uh, so yeah, our, our governor's also terrible. He also passed like a really shitty uh, <laughs> Jim Crowy esque uh, voting bill, and they made that a law. So, so that when you that said happened. when you said he passed, I kind of just was like hoping you would just full stop. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no. He so, but what he did do in terms of COVID is on the twenty fourth, uh, I believe it might have been actually the twenty third, late night at twenty third, he announced. Um, that they were opening up to all ages 16 and plus on the 25th of March. And it was mm-hmm. it was surprise news to us because we weren't expecting to get this vaccine anytime soon. We were at like stage 1B, I think. Like we are, we are so we are so behind that all of a sudden it's like, yeah, now basically everyone can get it. Uh, and all of a sudden, it's like we're in, we're in, get them. And the same time, they like on, they were like, and on Wednesday, uh, we'll open up Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the stadium where the Atlanta Falcons play, and they'll be a vaccination site. Uh, and it was just, and then like, oh, and and when you're doing transportation, if you're going to a vaccine, the transportation is free if you're like taking the bus or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it just like it, the, our state turned to 180 all of a sudden. Um, so Jesse and I were able to get our vaccine scheduled. Like I said, by team people are listening to it. I'll be getting mine on Tuesday. So that's exciting for me. Um, Very fun. And you should have yours hopefully scheduled. Um, but yeah, so it's been quite a time here in, in the old ATL. But we're not here just to talk about vaccines, even though everyone should be going out and taking it. Uh, it's important to take your vaccine. Uh, it's, you know, there's nothing harmful about it. Don't listen to all that stuff. There's actually, Mikey, I don't know if you know this, there's uh, an article that's or a report actually being, you know, scientific report uh, that is, at the time of this recording, going through peer review stages uh, okay. that shows evidence that when you have the vaccine, uh, you don't, you basically, you know, nominally don't transmit the virus. So the yes. whole the whole thing of like taking the vaccine, but you still have to wear the mask afterwards because we don't know if you can transmit the virus. They have mm-hmm. evidence, whether or not it's peer reviewed and approved, showcasing that potentially you you don't transmit it. So potentially, if you go take your vaccine, we might not be able to. We might not have to wear mask anymore. But of course, follow the CDC guidelines like always. Uh, but you know, we're not just here to talk about all that vaccine stuff and that important knowledge. Uh, which is all exciting because, like we were going to say here, Mikey, it is very exciting that it there feels like a glimmer of hope now. You know, you can see, yes. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. It's yeah, exactly. It's it's that feeling of like like we are getting there. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's coming. Hopefully, we are so. It's like you can taste it. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's it is. You can, you can kind of just taste going outside without a mask again. Yeah, it's I I, I can taste eating inside a restaurant again. Yeah, <laughs> quite literally. Um, but yes, I'm very excited about all that, all that jazz. Um, but we're not just here to talk about vaccines. We're here to talk about wrestling, Mikey, and here to book our own versions of Raw and SmackDown, which is what we do every single week. I'm the head writer of Raw. You're the head writer of SmackDown. We got a whole bunch of matches, storylines, everything prepping up for WrestleMania. WrestleMania 37, I believe, is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's WrestleMania Pirate 2. Um, is what's happening. Electric, electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Um, Jake Paul edition. Um, that 2 stands for two nights, baby. Yes, exactly right. Um, but yes, we're, we got, we're prepping up for that. So every single Friday we do that. And you make it realistic. We have the audience. You vote on Twitter at CountoutPod, uh, whose show is better, whether it's Raw or SmackDown. And we'll get to that as well later in the show. But it helps determine uh, who gets hit with the randomizer. But like I said, we'll talk about that later in the show. So, Mikey, yes. why not we get straight into it uh, with Monday Night Raw? Why don't we? Yeah. Don't tell me what to do. Uh, okay. okay. Sorry. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Hands up. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> um, okay, moving right along. We got the first segment. Again, I had one beer. First segment of Monday Night Raw. Show opener. Daniel Bryan opens up Monday Night Raw here, folks. Uh, Brian says that for months I was training what I believe was the future of this business, but it turns out I was wrong. 
Chad Gable, I challenge you to a WrestleMania match, and you responded with a crappy response. You think I want you to tell me that you learned something? You think I want you to just accept my challenging interview? Of course not. We are wrestlers, Gable. We are not out here to take the talk to these masses. We are here to show them through our skill why we are who we say we are. Because I will not accept your verbal acceptance. Uh, I will show you properly what I want. Bring out my opponent. Out comes NXT's own Tyler Rust. Tyler Rust, okay. Yes, I don't know if you know who Tyler Rust is because I know you're not I watching do not. NXT. Uh, but Tyler Rust comes out. Brian tells been watching many much wrestling, like much TV wrestling lately. Honestly, that's I feel like I feel like I watch so much indie wrestling that I'm just like by the time Dynamite rolls around, I'm like I don't really want to watch wrestling right now. You know, I get that. I get that. Um, then you're missing all the hot action. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and either way, uh, Tyler Rust comes out. Brian tells him that I've been watching you for years and you've shown a lot of promise in NXT, but I'm ready to give you the next step if you're ready. If you beat me, I will become your mentor. In addition, I will face you at WrestleMania. The challenge goes to you, Tyler. Showcasing your talents on the grandest stage of them all. So let's do it. Ring the bell. Ding, ding, ding. That's right. Um, uh, Tyler Brunt. Tyler, oh my god. Daniel Bryan versus Tyler Rust is what was happening here, folks, for that first match. Uh, and it is Daniel Bryan that gets the win. All right. All right. All right. I, yeah, I, I mean, are you sure Tyler Rust doesn't get the victory here? Yes, I'm quite sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I will say that, like, I my, my notes for the agents here are that I specifically want this match to be, like, really good, like, pay-per-view quality really good. Like, I want three-and-a-half star territory. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I want this to be a really good show opener, um, and just and just showcase because I want the idea to be that Brian wants Gable to showcase through his wrestling skill uh, that he is a worthy opponent uh, because that's what it's all about here. Um, so I want to Brian needs to have a great uh, you know really good match here. Yes, so that's that's my whole thought process here with this. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, but there we go. Daniel Bryan gets the win. Moving right along, we got a backstage interview of Drew McIntyre. McIntyre is asked how Drew he, Max. Drew Max ask how he's doing after Fastlane, you know, because we haven't seen him in a bit. Uh, McIntyre says that Roman hasn't been, or sorry, Roman has has been a thorn in his side for long enough. I thought I moved past him, but it turns out that his presence continues to be a bane on my existence here in WWE. I don't blame him. I am the next WWE champion after all, and he knows that, which is why he's coming for me. But know this, Roman, bring it on. I survived worse things from you, and I can survive it all. Suddenly, there's a bunch of commotion and a scream uh, from off screen, uh, and we see a forklift come barreling towards Drew McIntyre, and it pins him to the wall, uh, hurting him quite a bit. He basically just got hit by a forklift. Um... The driver of the said forklift is Roman Reigns. He gets out and tells Drew that I'm not done with you until my point is proven. Only one person can be the head of the table around here, and it's me, and I'm willing to go to hell for it. Okay. Okay, where's this leading? I don't know. That was a, that was the segment, Mikey. Could it be hell three times? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that's talking about. Moving right along, we got a women's tag team title tournament. Uh, two of the participants of that were figured out last week uh, when Liv Morgan Asuka um, and Bailey and Candice LeRae won their matches. This week, uh, it's going to be Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke taking on Mickey James and Chelsea Green, otherwise known as two-thirds of the squad. The squad. Thank you. Uh, so they're taking off again. The winner of this is going to face Liv Morgan and Asuka and Bailey and Candice LeRae next week in a triple threat to determine who is going on to WrestleMania night one to compete in a multi-brand women's number one contenders triple threat where the winner of that will then face the tag team champions of, as we found out last week, Charlotte Flair and Natalia at WrestleMania night two. All right. All right. So, the winner of this match, Mikey, is going to be Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. 
Okay. Big, big win for Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Yes, indeedy. Big win for them. They finally get that, like, redemption win versus Mickey James and Chelsea Green, a.k.a. the squad. What what does that mean for the squad? (laughs) I I was a little late on the draw that one. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. Uh, You might be barely able to hear some sort of echo at the end there. Um, But what does it mean to them? Uh, I, I don't know what it exactly means, Mikey. I guess we'll find out. At the very least, um, you know, they're going to uh, not be currently on the card. They're not on the card for WrestleMania. That's that's what we know. Unless they finagle their way into some sort of other match. Next up, we have just going straight into another match, Mikey. It's the LLC taking on Ricochet and Murphy in non-tag team title on the line competition. Okay. All most, right. Let's see, let's see how this one goes. Most people call it a non-title match. Most people call it a non-title match. <laughs> in regular competition. Mm-hmm. With with basic stakes, <laughs> exactly right. Um, before the match begins, MVP gets on the mic and he says that he's not going to put his guys up to potentially lose this non-title match. Sure, LLC are still going to win, but I'm not going to give you that satisfaction, Ricochet. I told you before, Rick, you had your chance and you lost it to be with us. You're not getting any shots at my boys, especially not with my new clients. MVP then turns to Heavy Machinery, Otis and Tucker, who are there, uh, and tells them that they'll give them $2,000 right now if they take on Ricochet and Murphy instead, and he'll double it if they beat them. Okay. Okay. Here's just like LLC, just throw money on the table. Like, beat them and you get paid. Exactly right. Exactly right. So the match does become Otis and Tucker of Heavy Machinery taking on Ricochet and Murphy. Nice. All right. Let's see how this goes. Um, During the match, um, One Nation uh, comes out and attacks LLC. Okay. Um, Probably expected. MVP gets gets the mic at a free moment and tells Otis and Tucker to screw this match. He'll pay triple if they get One Nation right now. Uh, So Otis and Tucker, sort of perplexed, they leave the match and take on One Nation. So this match does devolve into Chaos Mikey and ends in a no contest. Okay. Okay. Um, where in the middle of the ring, it's basically just a no contest, but in the middle of the ring, everyone starts doing their moves on each other. You know, Ricochet's doing a move. I don't know his his move. Maybe a 630, maybe. He does like a 630 or something. Otis does the worm, and then he maybe goes into the 630. But Lashley does a spear on Ricochet. Cesaro does a swing on somebody. Everyone's doing their moves. MVP does a move. Uh, but it ends basically with uh, Tommaso Ciampa doing the fairy tale ending onto MVP. Okay. But the lights then go out. And when they come back on, Alistair Black is in the ring, and he black masses Tommaso Ciampa. There is so many things happening. With of this. course, it was like it was like all right, heavy machinery, go out there and beat, uh, go out there and beat Ricochet and Buddy Murphy, and then it's like, all right, well, I, One Nation is here to step in, and it's like, all right, beat them instead, and then One Nation beats them down. Mm-hmm. And Tommaso Ciampa stands tall, and then Alistair Black out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. The fighting continues, and eventually Ricochet and Murphy do moonsaults into all eight guy, nine guys, and the you know Ricochet, Murphy, uh, and Alistair Black basically stand are the ones that stand tall here. Do I do I possibly sniff a six man tag match between One Nation and Ricochet, Alistair Black, and Buddy Murphy? No, I already did that like two weeks ago. <laughs> you did do that two weeks ago. That was You're my, right, that was actually. My main event. I think about it. That was my main event two weeks ago. Um, but no, it's definitely not finished here. Uh, and the match did devolve, dissolve into chaos. So, Mikey, thoughts on that whole segment, I guess? Are there any questions? that all make sense? Yeah, no, everything everything flowed really well. For everything that happened, that all made sense. Everyone's had have has their beef with each other over there on Raw. Lots of people, of course, have their beef with One Nation, so it's no, no surprise that uh, a couple of teams have it out for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving right along, we got a video package slash interview sort of thing showcasing Bailey and Cancel Ray's plan to become a team. Lorray says at first she didn't want to team with Bailey, but she eventually came to the realization that Bailey is right. People in WWE don't care for those good, plunky heroes. They want badasses. When I gave them a badass, people respected me for it, but the brass up top didn't, and I got sidelined. I'm more useful doing things that will get me wins, and Bailey knows all about how to do that. It was a smart move, and I took it. 
Bailey chimes in and says that this is what she was saying, you little ding-dongs. We need to be smarter, and we need to be better, and guess what? We are better. Hello. So take your riots, your Royces, your Oscars, and your squads, and shove it, because we're, we're going for gold, baby. Yeah, all right. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're yeah. going for gold, baby. Let's we're going, go. We're going for gold, baby. Uh, so a little bit of explanation here, Mikey, on the uh, combination of Bailey and Candice LeRae. Uh, LeRae sort of not wanting to do it at first, but then deciding, you know what, this is the smarter move. We're showcasing here that Candice LeRae is a smart person. Yes, Candice LeRae, big brain. Big brain, galaxy brain, Candice LeRae over here. That's our new wrestling nickname. Candice LeRae is that meme of the guy who's just like tapping his head like... You mean LeVar Burton? Yes. That guy? That guy, I don't know. I don't know people. How do you not know LeVar Burton? He did Reading Rainbow. I'm sorry. So where he has a backwards hat on, he's like... Big Wait, brain. Does he? he doesn't have a backwards hat on that. Meme. No, what? You, what? Oh, no, no. Okay, no, you're right. I'm thinking. I'm mixing up the that meme and the guy who's just like, mm, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I can't. I can't. It's really hard to it over an audio medium. Yeah, yeah, I was about to say. I was like, that was really hard to try even come up with a way to convey what you're saying. I can't. You know. You. I think you know what I'm talking about. I don't. <laughs> I'll, I'll send you a picture of it, please. Because I have no freaking clue what you're talking about, sir. Um. Uh, but while you're talking about that, I'm gonna go. I, you know, I have no idea what to even look up to find it. <laughs> I think about it. I was going to Google it, then I was like, uh, <laughs> "It's hard to Google memes that are like uh, this meme." Yeah, to, it's like you have to describe the feeling that it's trying to convey. Yeah. Um, but I'm gonna go straight into our main event, Mikey. It's Roman Reigns taking on Bronson Reed. Bronson finding himself in the main event again, um, taking on Roman Reigns this time. So, good on Bronson here. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it is Roman Reigns that gets the victory over Bronson Reed. Okay. Big, uh, I mean, Roman Reigns, yeah. Big, like, just taking him down on his way to WrestleMania, you know. Trying to get in there. Trying to get in there. Uh, After the match, as Roman is celebrating on the ramp, a bandaged-up Drew McIntyre attacks Roman from behind. Security, of course, tries to pull them apart, but they are unable to. In fact... McIntyre and Reigns punch the security and take them out. And to McIntyre and Rage, McIntyre and Reigns punch the security. Of course, to take them out to go back to attacking to each, uh, on each other. Of course, the fighting continues until McIntyre McIntyre power bombs Roman through the stage. Whoa! Through the stage, Drew grabs a microphone and says that if you want to go through hell, then good luck surviving. See you at WrestleMania. All right. And it's announced, I presume, then later on social media and whatnot, whatnot, that it is going to be, of course, a three stages of hell match. There it is. I was right. (laughs) At WrestleMania between Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. Also, I found the meme I was talking about. I sent it to you in the chat. Yeah, so it's definitely not LeVar Burton. I know, but I got that and I got th- those two memes mixed up. Uh, for for folks, some reason. Like, folks at home, head. it's the guy uh, uh, It's the guy wearing the hat and he's got the red solo cup that he's drinking out of and he's looking side-eye into the camera. And it's like a like, Chanel hat. Yeah, I believe the the movable version is him going like, like, is like, a, like, like that, mm, I don't know about this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, that's but, that. That's what you get from it. But, mm, I don't know about this one. I don't know about that one, folks. Like, mm. um, but yes, that is the reveal. We find out we got the three stages of hell match at WrestleMania, uh, and I guess I'll say it here. We'll find out what those three stages are next week on Raw. Mikey, thoughts of everything on Raw? Top down comments, questions, concerns. You can be as brutal as you like, or as nice as you like, or a combination of both. Oh, I can be as brutal as I like. Raw was terrible. Everything sucked. Your card was trash. Mm-hmm. Well, Go vote for SmackDown. I mean, as long as it's fair criticism, I guess I'll take it. <laughs> no, but for real, uh, I really, I really did like your card. A lot of build up for WrestleMania here. Uh, that that huge, that huge scrap with heavy with heavy machinery LLC, uh, Ricochet, like Ricochet Murphy, Alistair Black, One Nation, everyone just getting involved. Uh, I, I can't wait to see what's next for 
the squad. I was waiting for you to do the effect for me. <laughs> I wasn't. I didn't realize you were doing the squad. Um, I should have known. Uh, <laughs> I, I know what you're doing with Tyler Rust. <laughs> um, Build it up, Tyler Rust. Uh, Newest yeah. member of the squad. Uh, yeah, no, um, yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm realizing this as, like, I'm putting these matches and cards together with three weeks to get to WrestleMania, and granted, you know, a lot of the WrestleMania matches we've sort of known about for a even while now. Even less of that now. Oh, uh, yeah, even less of that now. But, uh, granted, like, all of those, like, old matches that we kind of already knew about, like, we already knew about the Edge, uh, Keith Lee match. We already mm-hmm. knew about Rhea Ripley, Shayna Baszler. Uh, we already knew about these other matches, but uh, either way, like, I'm realizing that, like, these three weeks, it's like I really don't have a lot of time to put every single match build onto these cards. Um, and I'm sure you're feeling the same sort of way. So it's like I like I said, I haven't done Baszler and Ripley in these past two weeks. I didn't even do Keith Lee or Edge this week. I, I'm, like, I'm, like, doing things that need to be done. Like, I need to do the Brian Gable stuff to build that up. I also got to do a bunch of other stuff because, like we said, we both have. I think we said six or seven matches. I still have technically. I still technically have one match I need to get in that I don't know. I still don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't even know what all your matches are right now. I know. I know six out of the seven I need to book. The seventh, I have no idea what to do. Yeah, I don't think. I don't th- have you. You haven't announced any of them yet, right? I mean, I guess we'll find out. Why don't we just go into SmackDown and find out what these matches are going to be? Well, I think we can. I think from from. From past past shows, we can kind of glean what the, you know, like the rumors are floating around of like, this is probably where this storyline is going. That's fair. Did you say glean with an N? Yeah, like, like you know, like glean what's happening. Like, you know, like figure it out. Isn't it gleam with an M? No, gleam and glean are different. Oh, I wish I had internet to look this up. <laughs> Uh, yeah, glean extract information from various sources. What's gleam? Gleam is like shine brightly, like, especially with reflected light. No, well, I guess I'm an idiot then. <laughs> I try to no. be. A, I try to be a little pedantic asshole, and I'm the idiot. <laughs> no, it's okay. No, man, it's okay. Glean and gleam sound basically exactly the same, except for one letter. Egg on my face. And those two letters are right next to each other in the app. What? And the keyboard. Um, and the keyboard. Exactly. Uh, Mikey, let's head over to SmackDown. Yeah, let's head over to Friday night. All right, so on Friday night, we got Sonya Deville opening up the show. Comes to the ring, grabs a mic, and she says, Last week, I took care of a problem that's been nagging me for a while. Carmella and Corbin promised me something they couldn't deliver. They said they would take out Sasha before WrestleMania and give me an easy path to the title under the one condition that, that Carmella gets the first shot at it when I win at WrestleMania. Which, in hindsight, was the stupidest deal I've ever made. I was so blinded by the gleam of that championship, I forgot the woman holding it. <laughs> How dare you? I, that was that was complete. I wrote that this morning. How dare you, It sir. was just a funny coincidence. I was so blinded by the gleam of that championship, I forgot the woman holding it. I forgot the woman holding it is one of the best in the business. I underestimated Sasha, and I overestimated Carmella. But last week was me fixing that mistake. Now that I can see my path to WrestleMania clearly, I plan on working my ass off until I come face-to-face with Sasha in this ring with the championship on the line. All that being said, Sasha, I'm done playing games. I'm done with these dumb little alliances. My sights are 100% on you. Uh, My sights are 100% on you and WrestleMania. And those who have been in my sights before know that's a dangerous place to be. Sonya drops the mic and goes to leave when Carmella comes out to stop her. She sarcastically claps and says, wow, Sonya, what an amazing speech, really stirring and inspiring, super cool. But if you think you could just push me aside and forget about me after what you did last week, you are crazier than the idea that you're winning any title. So tonight, why don't we really see who deserves a shot at the SmackDown Women's Championship? Put that Royal Rumble opportunity on the line, and we'll see if you're even good enough to keep that. Sonya says, fine, you're on. But after I rip you apart tonight in this ring, I'm going to hold that title high at WrestleMania, show you, show Sasha, and show everyone that I am worthy of being a champion. Very nice. Very nice. Greatly enjoy that. Greatly enjoy that. So that sets up our main event tonight, which is Sonya Deville versus Carmella with uh, Sonya Deville's WrestleMania match on the line. 
Ooh, a spicy main event. Mm-hmm. A spice. Ooh, a spicy main event. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have uh, a a newly risen Braun Strowman taking on Kalisto. Uh, I, I'm sure Kalisto is just going to have a great time in this match. Oh yeah, Kalisto is gonna. It's gonna be an awesome, awesome night for Kalisto. Nothing's gonna go wrong, not even a little bit. No, 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 not even close. <laughs> nope. Uh, Braun Strowman destroys Kalisto. <laughs> it's a squash match, but it takes a while because Braun Strowman never ends it. So like a pumpkin match. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know what that. I, I'm assuming that just means. I get it, because, okay, yeah. Good one. Um, the squad! <laughs> I had one beer! Shout out to MF Doom, I had one beer! <laughs> R.I.P., right. baby. Braun Strowman and Kalisto have a fight. Braun Strowman basically throws Kalisto around all match and ends up winning. Uh, he ends up winning... When because he, he he doesn't end the match like he keeps beating up Kalisto beating up Kalisto beating up Kalisto, mm-hmm. but eventually the fiend shows up at ringside uh, and basically like puts a hand on Strowman's shoulder and just and just is like end it and then Strowman does it you know yeah Strowman oh, yeah. hits Kalisto with a running power slam and gets the pin and the fiend and Strowman walk out together you know I like this version of the Alexa Bliss. Uh, fiend storyline where it's Braun and 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 Wyatt, uh, mm-hmm. because there's less, um, relationship, sex, child energy, and more yeah. just like badasses being badasses, mm. which I enjoy a lot more and um, I feel more comfortable watching. Fair enough. Plus, plus, you know, the fiend doesn't have to wear these weird gloves and make him fingers look like they're fat as hell. <laughs> Damn. All right. After that, after that uh, beating, we have Charlotte Flair and Natalia coming out with their new uh, women's tag team championships. Charlotte gets on the mic and says, "Last week we showed everyone what happens when you constantly run your mouth and don't have the skills to back it up. We proved we proved what we knew all along. Storm and Niven are overrated. They showed up, and sure, they had a good run with these titles, but all we but we all knew it. We all bleh. let me start over. Let me start this over. How many beers they have showed, you had?" None. <laughs> they showed up, and sure, they had a good run with these titles, but we all knew it wasn't going to last, right? They aren't cut out for what SmackDown has to offer, and it showed in every one of their matches they had. We saw those weaknesses and capitalized on them, and now the tag team championships are right where they should have been all along, on two of the best in the business. Mm-hmm. Charlotte and Natalia raise their titles high, and as they do, Storm and Niven come out and enter the ring, the two teams stare each other down when Storm lifts a mic and but immediately drops it and punches Charlotte. You know that thing where it's like they look like they're gonna talk and then they're like, nah. Oh, yeah. No, I got it. I got you. Immediately punches Charlotte in the face and chaos ensues between the two teams. Eventually Storm and Niven get the upper hand, chase player Natalia out of the ring. They pick up their mics, they pick their mics back up and say, You wanna talk about not backing up what you say, being all bark and no bite? How about this? We made a deal with GM Page to get into that triple threat match at Mania to get a shot at those titles. The four of us all have matches tonight. I take on Flair. Niven takes on Natalia. If we win both of our matches, we're in. So get ready for the fights of your lives because we are going to do whatever it takes to claim what we lost. And Flair, our match starts right now. Oh, baby. Which leads into match number two, Tony Storm versus Charlotte Flair. And in this one, Tony Storm picks up the victory. Oh, very nice job, Tony Storm. Getting their first win. So now it's up to Piper Niven later in the night to take on Natalia. Uh, I, I might have missed it. might have been the beer brain. <sighs> but uh, it, does Piper Niven have to win that match to then be in the triple threat? Piper Niven has to win that match so Tony Storm and Niven can get into the triple threat match at WrestleMania to fight okay. for the tag team championships, yes. Okay. Okay. That's, then there that, was, that, was the, that was the deal they made. I like it. I like it. I like I like deals where it's not automatic. You're in it, but you have to do something. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, well, look, you guys still got to work for it. I'm not just going to give you these things because that's like what a yeah. good, you know, not like GM, GM Page still needs a show. Yeah, that's a great point. Still needs to make matches happen. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. It makes sense. 
Um, it's Janine still needs to have matches happen, but she also needs um, good competition, and she you know she's a good person. She's not going to just g- give out handouts. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Crazy. So after after that match, we have a video package. Uh, Scarlet Scarlet Bordeaux sits on her throne. She has a grin on her face, and she says, "Braun, I must say we're impressed." After what we did to you at Elimination Chamber, we thought that you wouldn't be showing your face in this company for a long, long while. Yet here you are, the black sheep risen again by the hand of the one that created you. Not only are you risen again, but your grudge with us is as well. We thought it was over between us when we slammed the lid down on that casket. We thought that was it. But you want one final match. You want one last hurrah. Then we're happy to oblige. No matter who is on your side, no matter who you think is saving you, we will always be here to end you every time you decide to come back. This time, we wanted to end you when the entire world is watching. We want to end this at WrestleMania. Of course. To show everyone that no matter what the circumstances, Braun Strowman will always fall to Karrion Cross. I like it. I like it. Karrion Cross versus Braun Strowman. Yep. Again. Again. Again, but I, but you know, not I think this is the third batch though, if I'm not mistaken actually. This is the either the third or the fourth. What I I think it's the third, which would be a nice closer to the the uh sort of uh trilogy then. Mm-hmm. If it is the third, I believe it is though. Uh, but I like it. I like it a lot, Nike. Yeah, I like what he's After- done with Strowman. You give you've you've reborn him as sort of this Frankenstein, literally reborn. Yeah, um, Frankenstein demon baby, and I like it. <laughs> Frankenstein demon baby. Mm-hmm. After. After that video package, we have uh, another match in our in our SmackDown Tag Team Championship Tournament to see who who gets to that triple threat at WrestleMania Night One to see who takes on uh, more not Morrison Andrade uh, Finn Balor and AJ Styles for the Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. And with this this week we have the Usos taking on Undisputed Era, and the Usos get the victory. Oh, nice little win for the Usos. Yeah. Should we uh, should we talk about the Morrison Andrade thing? Yes. <laughs> uh, so I have you, to. You te- doubled down hard, and it was a confusing moment for me. And I was like, "Okay, well, let's see how it plays out." And then it played yeah, out because, wrong. So I knew Andrade was trying. I, I didn't think they were gonna because I, I saw that he got denied his release. So I figured he'd be around for at least till WrestleMania. Because mm-hmm. he they I, uh, to be fair, Morrison and Andrade, I don't have book to win the the match at night one. Right? Spoilers. Yeah, I mean, we wanted to talk about it, so I'm talking about it. Basically, the the match at WrestleMania was going to be the last time I used them, like at all. Yeah. Um, but now that we don't have Andrade anymore, it's like, do we just cut them from the match in general? Mm-hmm. Do we get does Does New Day get an automatic entry into this triple threat? Like, what happens? You know? Yeah. Um, because technically. He would have been released before last week's episode, mm-hmm. which, he, which is a whole thing. Yeah, because pe- people people are listening to last week's episode and be like, I don't know why how they have Andrade in this match. Also, he just won the match. He's been released from the company. In our universe, Andrade didn't quit because he was a tag team champion and he actually got used. Anyway, <laughs> that's I guess that could be accurate. <laughs> um. But uh, since since Andrade is no more in WWE, which good for him, could, could go on to bigger and better things, my dude. You are so much better than that company treats you. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know where, where do. What's the solution here? Is it just to put the new day in their place? Hey, that's it, that. That is up to you, my friend. Uh, I don't know. You, you new day put in the place would be fine. You could have another match, you know, next week to just do, you know, make a new day is in there. If Morrison can find a partner, mm-hmm. uh, or yeah, or just at WrestleMania, Morrison finds a partner to replace Andrade. Mm-hmm. You know, there's someone easily in that roster that can fit that bill. 
There's one person, one singular person. There's one singular uh, person I can fit one that singular bill. person who fits that bill pretty well. Um, so you could do that. Like I said, New Day is a thing. Like I said, you can just do another match where they Morrison and Andrade lose that spot. There are options, but it's ultimately your decision because just like the Christian debacle, yeah. uh, you got to figure it out yourself. But you do the book. You know, you know, you you did remind me about that one singular person who was on my roster who would be not too bad of an idea because that team returning at WrestleMania could be could be kind of a pop. Yeah, that team would not have been in our universe since John Morrison returned. Yes. And that was right before WrestleMania last year, and they broke up right before WrestleMania last year. They were only a team for maybe like a month or two. Um, that could be a pop. That could be a little, little bit of a pop. Um, right. Yeah, like right. I said, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that. Like I said, be up to you. Event ultimately. All right. So anyway, back to the card tonight. We'll get to we'll get to more we'll get to the Morrison Andrade stuff when uh, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Sure. You know? Sure. Makes sense. So after the so after the Usos beat Undisputed Era, we have a backstage interview with the Usos about their match tonight. Uh, and the Usos are a little bit upset that they the, the the interviewer is asking them like, oh, how does it feel to win? Like, like did you, did you expect to win? Like, how does it feel? Uh, they, they're a little bit offended by that question and they say it feels like everyone forgets that we were former SmackDown Tag Team Champions every time we have one of these interviews we get asked about what our chances were like or do we think we could take on our opponents we're constantly being underestimated by everyone in this company and tonight sure we had a huge challenge ahead of us but we took it we took down Undisputed Era we knew we had it in us to beat them and earn our spot in that triple threat match. And now we're going to win that match and go on to take those tag team titles at WrestleMania. We'll see who's underestimating us then. Okay. I like that. Nice little promo from the Usos. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. And then after that, we have uh, Piper Nivens and Natalia's match that was announced earlier tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, this match ends a little differently. Uh, the match ends. Niv- Niven looks like she's about to finish off Natalia, right? Then, Hit her with the big finisher. And then Tony Storm puts her hand on Pepper Niven's shoulder, gives her that like end it look, uh, and then and then she just destroys. The exact her. same thing. There, there's a train uh, sound effect. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Does that come with the reincarnation of Braun for you? <laughs> His entrance music is just trade noises. It's just a compilation of trade whistles. Again, WrestleMania comes out in a conductor outfit. <laughs> He's got the train whistle. Not even just like a regular conductor. He's like the conductor from Thomas the Tank Engine. He's like he's like wearing like pinstripes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Anyway, all right. So this match ends. Uh, so uh, Piper Niven's got Natalia up for her finisher, mm-hmm. but uh, that's when Charlotte Flair comes in with a chair and bashes it over Piper Niven's back, ending the match in a DQ. And after the match, we have another. We have the the segment following the match, which is Natalia leaving the ring, grabbing her own chair from under the ring. She slides back in and. Like the two just beat down Storm and Niven with the chairs. Uh, Flair sets up a chair in the corner, throws Storm through it, lays the chair out, and then hits Storm with a natural selection onto it. Mm-hmm. Natalia folds up her chair around Niven's arm and stomps on it. Flair grabs a mic and says, Congrats on making it into the triple threat. If you can even make it there. And then the team leaves. Drop Mike. Yep. Drop Mike on them, them, them them on them yeah just them exactly uh you know very nice very nice closing angle uh it does it it does uh make flair look a little silly but knowing flair is not to make her look silly but like you said she recognized that natalia was probably gonna lose it but why do that was beat the crap out of them uh and maybe and make sure they don't make it 
that was the idea, right? It was like it was like Flair. It's like Flair saw that Natalia was about to lose. Flair kind of noticed the fact that like maybe her partner wasn't going to pull this one out, so she went with the she went she went with the desperation play, right? Mm-hmm. She was she went she went with Plan B, which was which was to try to make sure Tony Storm and Piper Niven don't make it to their match. Yeah. No, yeah, it makes sense. It does slightly undercut the promo from earlier, saying that we're the best in the division. <laughs> It's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> no, but I like it. I think it's fine. <laughs> uh, and then after that, we have our main event. Just Sonya Deville taking on Carmella with the yes. WrestleMania match on the line. Yes. Uh, dur- during the match, Corbin, Bar- uh, King Corbin tries to get involved when Sasha Banks comes out to stop Corbin. Interesting. Uh, Sonya Deville's opponent at WrestleMania. Uh, and with Carmella distracted by that, Sonya gets the upper hand and is able to get the win. Sasha slides in the ring right after the pin is over, not even giving Carmelo a chance to leave the ring. And the two stare each other down to end the show. Very nice. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Nice closing women's... A lot of women's action on this episode of SmackDown. Yes. Gotta say, a lot of women's action, a lot of promos, a lot of time just devoted to the women. So get mm-hmm. your stopwatches out, folks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I had a. I, I made I made sure a lot of tonight was was building up all the women's matches coming up at uh, WrestleMania. Oh, that's good. Uh, and and I was I was very excited. So uh, the the thing I was going for with Sasha Banks coming out to save Sonya is that I guess what Sonya said earlier did like kind of inspire a little something in Sasha, you know? Yeah. To to be like you know yeah that's the person I want to face at WrestleMania, not Carmella. So. Sasha Banks kind of helping Sonya Deville to get the win and make sure that they get to fight instead of her having to face Carmella, you know, because of because of some cheap shit that Carmella pulled with Corbin. Yeah, but also, I mean, not just that. It's just like I've already beaten Carmella. You know, I prove it again yeah, at WrestleMania exactly. when I can get someone who won the Royal Rumble. Who did really well. Mm-hmm. I think she started really early in the Royal Rumble as well, if I recall. Yes. So I, I it makes I I think it makes sense. You know, sort of make ensure that she gets the match that she wants. I think that's that's obviously the story you're telling. I like that. Yeah, the, so, yeah. The fi- the fight and the final shot of SmackDown, of course, is just uh, Sasha holding that title high and and then just like locking eyes. Yeah, I like it. I think this is a solid SmackDown, Mikey. Thank you. Yeah, uh, I like you know some solid pro- some solid promos in here, some solid matches in here. I like the USO promo there. Like the Flair Natalia promo at the up top, um, we get Storm and Niven in there. I'm interested to see what will happen next week to maybe ensure more that they're not going to make it. Um, mm-hmm. Very intrigued to see what happens. But the WrestleMania match so far that the tag teams are going to be Morrison and Question Mark versus, I presume, or New Day or whatever you're going to do. Versus the Usos versus someone else. Versus either uh, next week we have the Street Profits taking on Brizongo. Yes, I can only imagine who that's gonna be. Uh... It is. It is. It is kind of a. Uh, it is kind of a weird match to put last, huh? Mm. On the Go Home Show. Mm. Uh, well, well, maybe we'll get the upset. Upset. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe we'll get the upset match. That you know what's funny? That actually, that whole thing, funny enough, actually started the raw after the WrestleMania that I went to live. Yes, this is true. This is true. Which, was, which I think, which I always think is a fun fact. A fun, a fun fact indeed. But I thought it was a good SmackDown, Mikey. I think I, I enjoy this SmackDown. Thank you. I was I was feeling a little iffy about it at first, but then I I when, as I was going through it, it, it kind of just felt like it, it it felt good, you know. It, I tried to fix I tried to fix the awkward the awkward flow I had like the awkward flow I had last week. Yeah, and I think you did. I think I think you you fixed all the awkward flow there because last week had a little bit of that awkwardness. It was just the order of it was weird. And I think you did a good job mm. of making sure that the flow of the show the, uh, makes sense here. Yeah, that that's what I was really going for this week was just trying to get the flow right, you know? Yeah. And a good way of doing that, obviously, as you sort of did, was these sh- these show-specific storylines, like the Flair's uh, Natalia Niven Storm storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, because that, that's a through line through the entire show, and that was a good way to build the show around that, and I think you did a good job with that. Yes. 
I want to I want to make sure that the women that the what I'm trying to what I'm trying to make sure of here is that the women's tag team championships aren't just like thought about as oh yeah that's the pre-show match you know like I know it's not because we have the battle royals but like yes. in terms of like people's ideas you know I feel like I feel like it's like they're always delegated to that to that mindset of like yeah this is going to be a pre-show match and I and I wanted to feel like I wanted to feel like a real feud you know like a real heavy lot on the line here feud and that those titles mean more than just pre-show matches yeah and i like it i like it i i think both of us are doing a good job in sort of building up to that versus the the smackdown storyline versus the raw storyline a little bit mm-hmm. um but yeah there we go i i think it was a good job i liked it yeah uh, okay then. Uh, with that all being said, of Raw and SmackDown in the books, as it were, Mikey, it is time now to head to the randomizer, the dreaded randomizer. Yes, indeedy. We are two weeks out of ra- WrestleMania, and so this randomizer could be real rough, just like that dog. Um, and uh, I have no idea what he's barking at. <laughs> um, so uh, every single week, Mikey, uh, and I'm just gonna, I don't know why I said you. I'm just talking to the audience here. Folks at home, every single week, we give you the opportunity to vote on whose card you liked more. Was it Raw? Was it SmackDown? You can get on over to Twitter at CountOutPod. That's at CountOutPod on Twitter. And every single weekend, you can vote all weekend long on whose card was better, Raw or SmackDown. It's the pinned tweet at the top of our profile page there. Um, make sure you follow as well. Just make sure you get the stuff. And subscribe. Why don't, why don't we do all the plugs? Let's just subscribe to the podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars. Uh, we'll just do all that at the top right here. Not the top. We're like almost done. Um, but uh, the randomizer, uh, like I said, the winner uh, uh, of the randomizer will then roll it on the loser. Uh, we have a bunch of options, 40 options here, 40 plus options here. Uh, and, you know, like we said, it could destroy your WrestleMania plans in an instant, Mikey. So uh, let's find out what oh, happens. Oh, man. It's crazy how the randomizer could just really just really mess with us huh it it's really like, can it, especially now like you said with wrestlemania coming up around the corner it's like the the, the closer we are to it like the, the bigger the pay-per-view the scarier the randomizer and this is the biggest of the big so exactly exactly well let's get into it okay uh the winner of last week's poll mikey was monday night raw ah uh. I'm very Damn. excited about that. I've tied I'm it up now. I'm very not excited about that. I've tied it up. Um, so I'm happy. Wow, what a, what, a, what a time to tie it, huh? Yes, what a time to be a tie. Uh, I, I've tied it up here uh, with my victory. So thank you, everyone, for voting for me. Um, and you can, know, we just, can we just give Ryan a quick applause for the comeback he's made this season? No, no, I don't need it. I don't need it, from <laughs> especially from you, because you're my enemy. <laughs> but you're listen i like not again not to not to brag but like i i had a i had a good a good run starting off season four here yeah so well, like you 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 came back strong around the big pay-per-views you know you you hit it where it matters i was like booking like okay pay-per-views at like like i was looking like pretty good pay-per-views around the ones that are like you know not that important but then you you came through with like the big the big four you know you had you had and that's when you started uh, absolutely killing it and uh, com- make, making your making your comeback to tie it up. Well, thank you, Mikey. I will not accept your laurels. Uh, Fair enough. Because, like I said, you are my enemy. Um, but I will accept that 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 commemoration because I think it just goes show goes to show that to me what that tells me is that my long term plans started to come to fruition a little bit. Yes. That you came yes. to an early lead, but I was able to catch up through my long-term booking. Because I and admit, I remember at the beginning there was a little shaky, but I was able to, you know, because I was building to a bunch of things. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're here now. I've rolled a randomizer on you while you're giving me all those laurels. Again, I will not accept those. I will uh, <laughs> spit on them and, and throw them in the trash because you're my enemy. And I don't know if, yep. you, I don't know if you poisoned these laurels. Go ahead. Destroy me with that randomizer. Uh, I won't destroy you too much. Uh, it's an interesting one, especially coming up now. Is uh, it another title change? <laughs> no, it is not. Thank goodness. Yeah, that would have been real rough. Uh, it is actually uh, the statement of, you've been observed. I've been observed? Yes. Yes, indeedy. Oh, no. 
reveal one result of an upcoming planned pay-per-view match or, you know, some sort of storyline or whatnot. Uh, the spinner, of course, picks the match, can include matches that haven't yet been announced. Um, like previously, we said, what's the plan for the IC titles? And then we get that revealed or whatnot. Or I don't quite remember, uh, but, you know, those are all those plans, Mikey. So let, let me ask the question. Let me see into my brain what is the plan here um, of your Mania matches. Um, it kind of, it's like a spoiler warning, too. It's, you know, it's like ruining, the, it's getting the spoilers here. So I guess spoiler warning for the audience as well. I want to know, oh, I could ask, like, real rough questions. I could just ruin a lot of your 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 plans for WrestleMania. It won't ruin your plans, because you can still do them or change them. But, uh, I can ask them. I want to go bold. I'm going bold with it. I tied it up this week, Mikey, so I'm going to go bold before WrestleMania. Okay. Talk to me about your universal title match at WrestleMania. My universal title match, huh? Yep. You want to know about who Sami Zayn is taking on at WrestleMania. And who's winning? We all... So, again, this is probably the most Mikey matchup <laughs> to, come out of, to come out of this WrestleMania card. Uh... And it's been copied again. <laughs> By the way, we called it at first. I was listen. I was planning this since Elimination Chamber, and WWE came out and just took it right under my nose. They even had the whole thing where it was like Sami Zayn on the KO show. Fuck, man. Anyway, <laughs> plans for WrestleMania for the Universal Championship match it's supposed to be Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn. The old classic, the Mikey classic, the feud I cannot get enough of. I want to see these two hockey fight and absolutely kill each other in that ring. I was going to have it be a no holds barred match just so they could do whatever they wanted. Oh, uh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nice. It's going to have it be no holds barred so they can absolutely just murder each other. And the result was going to be Sami Zayn retaining his title. Interesting. Interesting. I would not have expected that at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. Sami Zayn is on his path to become the greatest universal champion of all time. And uh, he was going to get a win over one of his greatest rivals to, to to solidify that a little bit more, you know? Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I, I this is this is out of context. Well, now, out of show. well now, you know what they say, Ryan. Cards subject to change. This is true. This Well, the cards are subject to change. The plans will change. Plans are subject to change. You, I, we are, we are, uh, you are being Mave Delts here, uh, and I'm being uh, Ryan Balvarez. You, you, you. Hi, it's Ryan. Ryan Balvarez. Hey, nice to meet you. And who are you? Oh, I know. Don't mind me, just Maeve Delts, just Maeve trying to get through this, trying to get through this door. Maeve Delts, the eighty the eighties wrestler who has the best delts in the biz. <laughs> best delts in the biz, brother. Um So yeah, so you're being sort of Maeve Delts here. Uh so I I don't know. I feel like you put the title on Kevin Owens, but I get where you're going with it to have Sami Zayn here. So I'm not like upset by it. I would have gone Kevin Owens. Uh, but like I said, I understand why you're doing it and I like it. Um, so, you know, I don't, I'm not like upset. I just don't, I'm, 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 my brain is calibrating, not calibrating, putting together, you know, what do I mean? Like putting, processing. Processing, yes. Yeah, just did not expect that, honestly. So, you didn't expect Sami Zayn, you, you expected, you expected me, Mikey, to put the title on Kevin Owens? 100%. In our universe, he's never won the world title. I thought this was the moment. Interesting. Uh, <laughs> I'm pitching better ideas. <laughs> Not better ideas. I'm pitching. I'm pitch, I'm just naming things, and then you're like, I literally heard you scratch your chin and be like, "Huh, interesting." <laughs> but I'm interested in Steve because because I could also see how Kevin Owens doesn't win. Because if it's no holds barred at Raymond James Stadium, he's definitely now jumping off that pirate ship 
And if he misses, yep. then guess who's going to win? Sami Zayn. So I could see it both ways. You know, and Kevin Owens gets the moment, so there's that. Um, so I can see it. I can see it all happening. I can see it now. I can convince myself to go either way, depending on the finish of the match, I guess. Yeah, okay. I I just am very excited for this match in general. Of course you are. It's the Mike like, honest- match. And honestly, whoever wins, whoever wins, I just hope both teams have fun. <laughs> of course. Of course. Oh, well, there we go. Okay, that is it for this week's episode of Hit the Books. Thank you, everybody, for listening again to this week's episode. Mikey, close us out. Any plugs? Any plugs? Of course I have a plug, right? And that plug is Independent Waters. Go check out that show every Wednesday here on the Countout Network where me and Zach Batista take you through the independent wrestling scene and we bring back matches for you to check out. Uh, we've had some pretty good ones recently. Uh, we had a very good one uh, on last week's show. I'm trying to figure out timing. Two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Uh, it, it, we, record, we record these far in advance. Two weeks ago, uh, where where we, we, we celebrated the return of Mike Bailey, uh, of course, to the U.S. So we, we, we had a match between Mike Bailey and Keith Lee. Go check that out. That match was awesome. You can hear me and Zach absolutely lose our shit about it. Uh, so go check out Independent Waters every Wednesday here on the Countout Network. Uh, subscribe to the Hit the Books podcast feed. So you can also subscribe to the Countout feed if you want to get a listen to all of our shows. we got a bunch of other shows, G1 and only, Independent Waters, um, Your Dose of Death, uh, uh, How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling. Listen to all of our shows. I'm sure you've listened to all, heard all of the ads across all of these different episodes. Follow mm-hmm. us on Twitter at CountoutPod. Uh, uh, leave a review on Apple Podcast app, five stars or more, uh, and we would all greatly go, appreciate it. And and go check out our website, CountoutPod.com, where you can uh, have, check out anything that has to do with any show here on the network. I'm rushing through this, Mikey, because I looked at my phone and I have 1% left of my battery. Uh-oh. Yeah, so we're going to close out here real quick. But thank you, everybody, for listening again to this week's episode. We'll catch you all next week for the Go Home Show for WrestleMania. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. See you then. Until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Count Out Podcast.